0: no but really guys this is the podcast this is two chickpeas in a podcast it's your girl nikita
1: it's your girl Tash. Nikki, we never started like that. <laughs> you always like, "Hey guys, welcome to Two Chick." No, 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 <laughs> just do it. I thought but, that would have been really funny to include that, and you went to stop it.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, hey guys, this is your girl Nikisa. <laughs> it's your girl Tash. <laughs> and you are listening to Two Chickpeas in a podcast. Uh, this is the LGBTQ series. We are trying to bring you as many stories as possible from people we know or have met. And we just think it's so important for these stories to be told. I think it's a big learning experience for us and also just to bring more space and awareness around this topic i think maybe some people now think like Ugh, it's all been covered and like why do we need to learn more and things but actually it's it's you should never stop learning about this sort of stuff, especially because of the way it evolves and changes you know from when i was younger it was lgbt that's it now it's lgbtq plus
1: yeah you can um, be anything and anybody you want to, yeah. Obey.
0: Learning so much more about what it means to be non-binary or um, the genders that you identify with, and it's all just mm-hmm. such a massive learning curve. And we want to bring as many stories to you as possible.
1: But anyway, I am really happy um, to do this episode with a friend of mine. Um, her name is Mia, and we have been friends for such a long time. I think like like over two thousand and three. Yeah. yeah 2003 yeah yeah since 2003 so wow that's really cute that you it? remember that <laughs> um so I'm really excited to bring her on because you know we've had a journey together and um there's so much love between us and and we've always been close friends but then kind of not as close as in like yeah. just just not seeing each other or like you know we'll have different sets of friends so we didn't you know, we didn't interact as much, but the love has always been there. Foundations. Yes. And, you know, you came out to me and it was great. And yeah, and I think it's just really cool, like, this having a personal episode with someone that I've, like, been really close with. Um, So, Mia, thank you. You're
2: welcome. It's amazing to be here. Um, Like Tash said, that we've been friends for so, so long and coming out to Tash was it was really whole for me because I've known you for so long. So mm. it's really important. It we're gonna go on to it, I'm sure. But just coming out to coming out to anyone that I've been friends with from a young age was a really big deal for me. And Tash made it a lot. Well, she made it really easy to be honest. I think I was worrying for nothing. Um, I do. You remember when you came out to me? A little bit. I remember bit like crazy. the
1: exact place. Do we were. you I remember the exact moment? Yeah, we were at my uni on the stairs, and. We were walking down the stairs, and I remember you were visiting your friend, and um, I was like, "Oh, cool!" And you were like, "Yeah, I have so much to talk to you, so much to talk to you about." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then you were like, "I was like, oh, cool." Have you just come to see her? And then you were like, "She's my girlfriend." And you just looked at me, and I was like, and I just looked at you, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" And you were like, "She's my girlfriend." And I was like, "No way!" And I was like, "Oh, cool," or something like that. And then. Like, then we kind of were walking out of uni and stuff. And I remember we were walking down, like, there's, like, a little river kind of bit at uni, like, not not river but there's like some water yeah you're right. talking you know?
0: outside Jennings isn't it yeah like kind of w- near there it's just like a water a feature. lake it's not
1: even a no, lake No, not there like outside of Parkside building and we're walking towards Jennings which was my accommodation and you were like you kept looking at me like why aren't you saying anything else like yeah. <laughs> like are you seriously you you were like are you sure you didn't know before I was like no I didn't like I didn't know but I'm not like I'm not, like, overly shocked. Like, I'm not, like, overly, like, oh, my God, how can this be? Oh, my God. Like, I was just like, oh, cool. Like...
2: Yeah, it that cool. made sense. It
1: kind of made yeah. sense. Like I never thought of I never thought it before, but it made sense once you said it. That's what everyone um, said. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was nice. I was just like, yeah, if, if that's you, that's you. Do you know what I mean? And I think I've always kind of been like that. I don't think I've ever really been like, Oh my god, that's not okay. And I don't think I would ever ever want to make anyone feel like that anyway.
2: No, you didn't um,
1: at all. Yeah, so I'm so I remember and then we uh then we kind of all sat in a car.
2: Oh my god, you came in the car, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, oh in the car. My god. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, went yeah, and we got
1: sent into the clouds, and it was great. And that's yeah. it. Like yeah. <laughs> that was it. So yeah, yeah. it was nice. And, then, um, yeah. and since then, like I think, yeah, I've known the rest of the story. But yeah, we are here to talk about everything that's gone on since. Mm. Yeah? So
0: you were worried well, to come out to Natasha Mia, but then. What did did you find any difficulty coming out to anyone that was your friend or peer?
2: Uh yeah. I actually lost a friend through it as well. Um a friend that I was really, really close to. And uh yeah, we were best friends. We were almost yeah, that we couldn't we we were always bite to the side, always through school. And the kind of friend that you'd expect to, you know, have for life, um, it was a guy, an Asian guy, and I do came i know at- yeah, yeah 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 you know um basically long story short yeah he was this one stands out for me quite a lot because as you distance with friends when you go to uni as you do but we'd met up a couple of times in my first few months and then once i'd come out i came out to him and things drastically changed i think this is the same friend that i'm not friends with anymore yeah maybe yes. maybe
0: maybe um it's the is same friend ben, by any chance ben jord <laughs> I know you're talking <laughs> about, and one. I have
1: the same level of I'm not your friend. Okay, yeah, okay. for a different reasons, which I'll tell. To- I think I've have told you about. I won't remember. In fact, the day you came out to me, we met him. No,
2: different friends,
0: different oh. friends. Sorry, Tash. wait, hold on, so, so who is it?
1: Oh, okay, okay. Oh, what a waste, man.
0: Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. yeah oh very very interesting so you did you did lose a friend over yeah it then. I lost a friend and um
2: to be honest it's no love lost like each to their own you know he yeah. has his preferences and his whatever like it wasn't outright ever said oh because you're gay I'm not going to be friends with you but you'd notice the change straight away and For me, it told a lot, really, and I I guess that did instill a bit more of a fear in me when I was coming out to like everyone else, and I did expect a lot more of a reaction, I'm not gonna lie, um, from everyone, from Hounslow, I guess, because it was just not known. It was so alien to us, and growing up, I'm sure you can imagine, like any incidents that we'd have growing up in school where the word lesbian or gay was mentioned, it was so, like there was such a stigma attached to it and I was terrified um I guess yeah I was I was just terrified in general of people's reactions but to my surprise nobody actually nobody else reacted badly and in fact similar to Tash people kind of expected it and were really like oh okay yeah we we kind of knew um it's not that you
1: you (laughs) acted a certain way though or anything I think like you've always had a little bit of like a tomboy thing to you, and like you've really been into just not even really been into you haven't been into like being like super girly and stuff like that so it's not it's not that i'm saying i'm not saying that that's the reason why i'm like oh yeah like that's how i know i think it was more just like it kind of does make sense once you say
0: it outside out loud yeah
1: Yeah. and you're like oh
0: okay but also just I don't know, like a general acceptance, because obviously I've known you You've via known, Tash, yeah. and uh, when I find, and it's not like I'm as close to you as Natasha is, but when when I heard about it, it's just like, oh yeah, okay, cool, and I think that comes from us being maybe in a different generation and just having that bit more understanding and acceptance than maybe generations before us, even though you did mention that you were worried for everyone in Hounslow to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, apart from the one Ben, um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) apart from Ben, the idiot, we hate him. um, Yeah, you had a pretty much like a positive response. And I remember being at school and, you know, the one thing that really kind of bothers me to this day is that sometimes it'll like slip out of my tongue. Like when we were younger yeah. and ignorant fools, we used to just refer to things like, oh, that's so gay, like stop being gay. And we don't, you don't even mean it in the literal in sense term. of like, mm-hmm. oh, don't be gay, as in like, it's just like you're saying it's just yeah it was more of like a different way of saying like oh don't be annoying or don't be a dick or like whatever but you then we we, you know wrongly misuse that word (laughs) yeah and sometimes like i'll be you know saying something really fast i'll be annoyed and it'll just like roll off the tongue from where you used to like say it so much as a stupid idiot kid And uh, I get so annoyed at myself for it, but... um... That's interesting that you get annoyed at yourself for it, because as someone that
2: is gay, I don't actually take offense to that. I actually use it myself, like, oh, stop being so gay, or... You know, I'll, ju- I'll just say it a slip of a yeah, tongue. Yeah, because you yeah. don't you
1: don't take that meaning. In yeah. That way. Whereas for like other people, I know that they get really really offended. Really, offended. do you know people
2: that do? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, okay. I know.
1: I know so many people that yeah. get offended, and I and I get it because obviously you don't intend to to mean the actual meaning. No, yeah? you that's not. You're it. not. That's not how you're saying it. That's not what you mean. But to them, it's the fact that you're saying that word that they're like, what? It's Why the context you, you use it in as well. Yeah. Though, isn't it? You know, and I
0: suppose like people know you differently as well. Like me, and you like have a shared history. Like I think you'd know enough about yeah. my character to maybe know like I don't mean it like that. Or if I yeah. say it around any of my other friends, they they have that understanding. True. But I would hate to say that, and it sort of just like slipped off my tongue. And I was around people who didn't know me, and then then that was their like impression of me or something. Mm. And also just you know like a discipline within yourself. Like you do have control over what you say and the words you mean and. You know, I'm very much someone who takes, like, words to heart. Like, it means a lot to me if someone... Oh, yeah, know... really?
1: Savage. You, you're <laughs> savage.
0: I know what I'm doing in these moments, okay, mm. Josh? <laughs> <laughs> <In control. laughs> I know what I'm saying. Um, Sometimes. But, yeah, I don't know. It means a lot. And I I, I, I personally want to always try and say things I mean or yeah. come across... Not well, but, you know, politically... just correct I just want to be respectful that's the word I'm looking for I just really want to be respectful respectful with my words
2: no that makes sense I think there's a see when I say I'll stop being gay gay people are typically known to be quite cheesy they're they're known to be like a bit camp cheesy cute that's how I use it I think if it was used in a different context then yeah there's there's ways to take offense so like you're
0: basically saying like oh you're being so queer yeah 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 like but you're saying gay yeah exactly like
2: that's what I mean it's dependent on the context you use it in and the person that's saying it and how they're saying it so yeah I think it is important to stay respectful with your language and watch how you come across when you're using these words as well but it's very much down to the person you know because like you you've got Like Tash, sorry. Um, You've got people that you know that would take serious offense to it. And it's
0: just down to your personality. And because of that, I
1: I feel like I try not to even say it. Yeah, I really do try to, but um, each to their own, I think
0: yeah and also just you know getting rid of a bad habit you know i mean Mm -hmm. like like we said it was just something you know every kid was doing at school probably even including yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah everyone at school was doing everyone and it was it's and i think it was just one of those things when you're that young when you're like 12 13 and you don't you don't have any real sense of what you know the lgbtq world even is and you're spouting all this like almost like adult language to yourself at that age do you know what i mean like you know when everyone starts like swearing or just using like crazy language or whatever like you don't have really any sense of it you're just kind of being like a little sheep and following along yeah around. yeah you're
2: just saying what everyone else is saying whereas
0: generation z man you know there's so many things about them that sometimes annoy me but this this sort of stuff they've got down they are like politically correct from the get go like they have all the knowledge the background like there's none of this like awkwardness of understanding the matter or the subject like they just got the knowledge that they're to educate which yeah one well they have um
1: of? i don't know if you saw actually recently in the news well it was like like just this week um a teacher a head teacher at a school came out like on on like on a school assembly like so everyone had to like log in to watch the school assembly and he announced that he was gay and that's, i was like oh that's amazing really cool. yeah that's really nice i hope like we move forward and that way in the future, always.
0: Because there were gay teachers at our school, but I feel like <laughs> they went out of their way to sort of almost hide it. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But
1: then again, this is the thing our school was full of Asians. It was like weird for you to be white at school, black. Yeah, like, yeah you were the. Weird, but like, it was like you were the outcast. Odd ones out. Yeah, you were, yeah. Yeah,
0: you were in that unique circumstance. They were actually the. um Minor, ethnic- minority, minority. Thank yeah. you. What the <laughs> hell is going on with my words today, honestly? But yeah, they. Yeah, if you were a white kid, you were the minority at school <laughs> in Hounslow. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I kind of get it because you know a lot of Asians can be really mean, and that's the thing. Like. W- you know that's probably a lot of why people don't come out to their parents that's why a lot of people like at school as kids we don't kind of show our full personality we feel like we can't really show who we are because everyone's going to judge you for it and a lot of it is the indians because they've learned like from their parents and stuff just that like, snobbiness I yes. guess. um so for you mia i feel like maybe yeah i don't know how was it at, well how was it for you during school, how was it for you even like compared to uni? Um, Because it probably was two completely different yeah feelings. And like, when did you know,
2: <laughs> kind of? Funny question actually, because when I think about it, I knew quite early on, but I've always been quite a naive person. And back in school, that wouldn't have even crossed my mind. Like Mm. it just wasn't, it was such an alien thought. I, in fact, remember having a conversation with my mom before anything, I think what, it was like the, maybe like 2005 or six, I was in primary school. It was summer, she was out in the garden, randomly calls me in, she was like, come on, we need to talk, said, okay, and she goes, do you like guys or girls? And I'm like, what? No, I like neither. Like at that point, you're not even, I'm not even thinking about what I like. And um, she said, no, but like, who do you want to marry, a guy or a girl? And I was like, okay, yeah, this is gonna sound really cheesy, but I want to marry a guy like you and dad did, you know, like just as you do. And um, that was probably the first I'd ever thought about it. Mm. And I knew I was lying. Deep down, because I just I said what I thought was the right thing to say, but I didn't know that I wanted to do that. I wasn't 100% at all, and I came away from that conversation thinking, "Oh, that's not right. I don't think I want to marry a guy." And I just that's it. Like I left it at that. um Mum actually tried to drill into me at that point, yeah, because you know that that's the right thing to do, and it was that was the norm, and that's so all. So you I feel like knew. she maybe had a sense
0: of it yes. at that time, yeah. Yes.
2: I think my entire family in fact did and that's come out now since I've been out. Um, they've all really like deep down, they've, they've known like they've seen it but nobody wanted to ever address it and acknowledge it because Asians. Um, so yeah, that was like the first ever acknowledgement of it I guess and then years went on, um, secondary school came about and that's when hormones kick in, you start feeling stuff and I remember, really fancying a teacher my PE teacher obviously because it's always a PE teacher isn't it and um, there was also a girl in my year that I became really good friends with and I remember like thinking back on it feeling feeling more than just what you'd feel for a friend but again just not acknowledging it at all because that was alien to me and something I've I've now been told by my best friends that I've always had really bad taste in men and mm-hmm. it makes sense to her now. She was like, "Well, yeah, it makes sense. That like you just you don't really know what you're going for when you're going for men. You just seem really lost." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, because I am. Like, because I always have been." So yeah, um, in school it was an exper- It wasn't really an experience to be honest. It's now that I think back on it. Wow, okay, I, I knew I was gay from a long time ago, but subconsciously,
0: it, you knew. yeah. yeah
2: subconsciously but I had boyfriends in school I well I remember forcing myself at one point I actually sat down with myself in my room thinking everyone's getting boyfriends what's wrong with me like I'm friends with these guys and we really get on and they really care about me I remember like the first guy that fancied me I remember thinking well this is everything a girl would want so why don't I want him as my boyfriend and then I just settled for it and I was like okay yeah let's do it and the whole time I was just I had the ick yeah, like I just had the ick the whole time and I just went with the flow like almost felt like something was pushing me towards doing it because that was the right thing to do and yeah I went through like a, a couple or like three or four maybe all together in my, in my school time and and then yeah uni and it's a whole new world it was a whole different town I literally packed up and left and that was see That was something I always wanted to do since I can remember I just wanted out of Hounslow. I didn't like it here. I didn't want to be part of it. And it was because I felt suppressed. I felt extremely suppressed and I didn't know why. It didn't make sense. I just, I don't like it here. And went away and literally within the first, I think, what, we start uni in September and by March, April, I was I'd come to terms with it and I had an experience at uni with um, a lady and just fireworks yeah literally fireworks and I actually had a boyfriend at the time a Hounslow boy that again ticks all the boxes but I just didn't care for it I literally could not have cared less and he came to visit me once and I remember just not giving a crap about him being there and I was just in my element and this is really bad but I actually ended up dropping him to the bus station when he was due to leave and dumping him there and then and I was like, yeah, this is it, yeah. (laughs) Yes, sorry, sorry, yes, I'm so happy. (laughs) I just didn't want him to come back. I didn't want to put that effort in. Do I know this boy? I think you might know of him, maybe not him personally. Okay, yeah, anyway, I'll fill you in after. (laughs) But yeah, that lasted... What just six, through the last year of sixth form and then that summer and I was done with it and anyway it was actually weeks a couple of weeks after I'd met this girl at uni but met this girl and we became really good friends and it was fireworks and I didn't know what the fireworks were I didn't understand what they meant I just could feel them and then he turns up and I'm like uh, what are you doing here <laughs> and then oh wait so he just came randomly no he came it was planned oh, right, it okay. was planned but, but you were was, like
1: when he when he came you were like mm. yeah
2: disappointment like, complete complete <laughs> disappointment like just get out my face basically and then Yeah, he left, relationship over, went back to my lectures and this girl was at my lectures and it was just, I don't know, like I guess, um, I went with the flow, you know, we were just really good mates, really, really good mates and I didn't think anything more of it and then suddenly one random drunken night, we kissed and... I'm getting a bit confused with my thoughts, actually. So along with her, there was a girl that I met whilst I was working in a job as a waitress who was also gay. I didn't know she was gay. We got on really well. And I kissed her as well on a night out. And everyone was like, the next day, oh, my God, oh, my God, you've kissed, you've kissed. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, but is that a thing? Like, why Why is that a thing? And went back to went back to the girl. Where did you go uni, can you say? Nottingham.
0: Nottingham. Uh, yeah, cool, cool, cool.
1: Oh yeah,
2: I was thinking that I was like, where did she go again?
1: I was gonna <laughs> like, say
0: if it was burns then yeah, it's basically like Hounslow and Steroids, isn't it? Like, oh my yeah.
1: god, you would have, you wouldn't. No, I don't think that have come out.
2: No, I don't think you would have.
1: Actually, maybe at my uni, I don't know about your. Uh, if you went to like, Aston, sorry to shade anyone no, no, in Aston, no. but like that was Asian. Was that was literally yeah. like Heston, Lambton, and Cranford in one. Yeah, yeah, you the
0: University I mean? of Hounslow, Aston, yeah.
2: <laughs> Aston, Aston was literally Hounslow. It How's take over, arrowed, it narrowed <laughs> <our slouch? laughs> together? How's it narrowed I remember going to an open day in Birmingham and thinking, no way, there's too mm. many Asians. Mm. Maybe I'm a bit racist, but <laughs> towards your no. own people, yeah. I think, yeah, you
1: just know what they're like. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't have even gone to my uni if I had known. Naturally, I love my uni and I'm happy I went, but like, I don't think I would have chosen that area, or would have been like that happy if I knew had that many Asians went there. -hmm. But also, no, to be fair, I think I went out like in very Asian clubs and stuff. So, and you would have like experienced something completely different. I guess in Nottingham as well, like you have such a range of people, so diverse over there.
2: Yeah, that was it. There was just so many different kinds of people from different kinds of backgrounds. I felt like I could completely unapologetically be myself. Mm -hmm. And the people I live with, so much gratitude because they just. Literally, you can be you, and there's no judgment. There's, there's just so no a safe judgment. space. Yeah, yeah. So then,
0: when did you come out to your family? Then and what? And along this period timeline thing.
1: But wait, what about the girl? You said you. Sorry. Kissed the girl. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Sorry.
2: Sorry. sorry. Um, long story short, it wasn't. It wasn't that deep of a thing, to be honest. It was that uh, I'd kissed this girl at you at uh, that I was working with, and everyone the next day was like oh my god you've kissed you know she's gay and I'm like eh like she's gay like I didn't know that I didn't like I kissed my girlmates before so then I got thinking about it and then the girl that I met on my lectures that drunken night happened again I didn't think any more than oh she's a friend like yes fireworks so you but- just
1: thought oh it's completely yeah. normal to go around kissing your friends like passionately kissing it was
2: your <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> it happened a few times like with my friends from Hounslow, like my girlfriends, like we grab each other's faces and we kiss and these yeah. kisses well, the one that I worked with was actually more passionate. It was just like, Oh, she's actually kissed me. But I again like I came out of it thinking, Okay, that was quite a nice kiss, but I've done it with all my other girlfriends, so it wasn't a thing. And everyone it was everyone else telling me, Oh my god, she's gay, like, do you like her? And then the girl came into work and I was like Okay, so why is everyone asking me if I've kissed you? Like, is that not a thing? Like, is this not normal? And she was like, honey, are are you, are you, you're not bi? And I was like, huh? No, what? Like, no, I've just broken up with this guy. Like, all I've known ever is to date guys. And she was, she kind of giggled. And it's actually her birthday today. I'm due to, due to speak to her in a bit. But she was literally my backbone and she, was like sweetie, I think you're gayer than you realize, and I was just I like look. I remember looking at her like, oh shit, okay maybe I am. And then I went back and I was like thinking about it. And then this girl at uni, she like, I don't know. like We were really really good friends, and it clicked. That was the fireworks. Like we just really clicked. And then one drunken night, ended up kissing her and X Y Z. And um, we literally yeah. And then after that, I figured it out, and I was like ah. Uh, okay maybe there's more to this than I realize and obviously uni mates they were all over me about it like oh my god oh my god and I'd come out to them and so yeah that was me coming out to uni mates and then slowly slowly one by one as I figured it out I was just kind of doing my thing you know just floating around embracing this whole new identity of mine and I can honestly say it was the best year of my life. Oh, like, I love that. I can hands down say I I felt the most myself I'd ever felt. And, you know, after years of being so confused and almost a little bit suppressed, fully realising, oh shit, like this is me. And I feel amazing. And like I'm saying out loud and I'm starting to tell all my friends and similar to the experience I had telling you, like I was telling telling um, my other best friends, and they have very similar reactions, and I was like, oh my God, like, it's it's okay. It's okay that I feel like this, and it's okay that that's what I want, and yeah, I think it it just, it really liberated me after, after I'd figured it out. Um, the girl that I worked with, she really like coached me through it, to be honest, because it was really confusing at first. I was like, yeah, but all I've ever really known is to be with guys. Oh my God, I cannot go back home and say this. But I'm very much the kind of person that lives in the moment. And I was just living in that bloody moment all year. Like, it was just, I was embracing it. I was bouncing off walls with it. And I just, yeah, I felt great. And telling everyone was difficult because it was just, like I said, scary because I just didn't know how they'd react. But after getting the reactions that I got from friends, even more, it liberated me even more and, and then yeah, going on to your question, family.
0: What was it like coming out to your family? Your Horrendous,
2: and- horrific, the worst experience of my life. Um, I I can't like even just thinking about it now. It's like wow. That I remember it was happened. a really
1: dark time for you as well.
2: Yeah, you were you were very mm-hmm. present for it, actually yeah. a lot of it because I came out to them only after I got into my first relationship with a girl, and yeah, it. I I can't hold back like I if there's something that's going on with me I want everyone that's close to me to know about it like it just I'm just not the kind of person that can sit with things so yeah literally I got with my girlfriend at the time in March and then by June I remember I was on my way to I'll tell you exactly how I came out to my parents so my first Glastonbury it was my first Glastonbury that year And I was obviously bouncing off walls. I'm going to Glastonbury. It's going to be great. I'd gone home for the summer, spent like a couple of weeks at home. And then it was like three nights before I was, no, two nights before I was due to leave. And I was preparing myself. I was like, okay, I'm going to literally tell them like the day before I leave because I'm not going to do that and then linger. So I um, was building myself up for about two days and then sat mum down and was like, I've got to speak to you. Similar to my best friend, actually. They said the exact same thing, funnily enough. I was like, yeah, Um, she goes, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, quite the opposite. (laughs) And she just looked at me, she was like, you're a lesbian. And I was like, is it that obvious? And she was like, And she just like sort of looked around the room and then I could see like, you know, when you see someone's emotions kick in and I just remember her saying, what the hell are we gonna to say to everyone? Like, what the hell is everyone gonna to say to this? What are you gonna say to your dad? How do you even know? And she was just like firing all the questions out. So and like getting a really...
1: typical Indian parent response, yeah. something that is probably the last thing any, any child wants to hear, I guess, but also... Yeah. She's an Indian mum.
0: Yeah.
1: How yeah. Did, did you-, you... Kinda,
0: Yeah, did you kind of expect that because you're Indian? I didn't know what to expect.
2: I I knew that it wouldn't be good. Um, my parents are quite liberal, generally. Like I've been, I've gotten away it's, with a hell of a lot. It's
0: funny how we say that, isn't it? We're like oh, they're quite liberal, but are they? Do you know what I mean? Well, that's yeah. it. That's
2: our perspective of mm. being liberal. It's like oh, they've let me go out. They've let yeah. me. They've let me. You know, stay over at a friend's house, or they've just let me do stuff that I've seen in a lot of other Indian, Asian families. Kids not be able to do. Mm. So to me, that was like oh actually, they've really really been really good to me. But in actual fact, they're probably just as strict as maybe, not strict, conservative as any other Indian family would be because of their views on what is being liberal, you know. But I would say
1: they weren't. uh, They weren't. They were, I feel... Yeah. They were very, very harsh with you. Yeah. And it made me like I remember like feeling so bad for you. Yeah. Cause to be in that environment where someone makes you feel like I don't know how, how much you want to go into it, but like I, don't I remember like you were very like, you know, they said some really nasty things and I remember she said something to you that You can say it. Like she oh, said really it remember. she said that it would be better off if you weren't alive do you remember vaguely
2: yeah and I that, just like really me, stu- that just really stuck to me
1: that just really stuck to me because I was like how can somebody say that about their child and think that that is saying that is way more than just yeah. ac- just accepting the situation and being kind of like oh that's not what I wouldn't would have wanted for my child because fair enough like you know man and women that's how how you have a baby normally right yeah but like this is your child, how could you say that to her? Like, oh, it would be better off if you weren't here. It's all coming back to me, actually, from that.
0: Yeah, well, sometimes I I was going to just say, like, sometimes... I think parents maybe say these things and it comes off really harsh and like a reflection on you but sometimes it's their thoughts of I mean I'm not saying it was in this instance but sometimes it is their worries of like oh like you know life is going to be that much harder for my child and like they like lash out almost at you but it didn't of their, seem like they, it was hard like that. for
1: them it, it I mean hard for you it was all about what we're going to tell people
2: yeah that was that's bang on it um kind of branching off what you're saying in that it is down to them and their views and feelings rather than a reflection of me and what they actually think of me. It's But it is their worry of how they're gonna now come across to other people. It turned into, what did I do to deserve this, what like- Making it about them. As if like
1: you have chosen this and you have done this to inconvenience their lives.
2: Literally, like what did I do to deserve this? Like Where did I go wrong? Like it must've been my upbringing and- Then my dad, it was, right, quit uni, come home right now. That was... That was his ultimate. He just was not having any of it. Um, it's down to the environment. If it wasn't for where you are, then none of this would be happening. I'm like, yeah, no, it wouldn't be. But I'm actually grateful that it is because I feel so much happier.
0: So you had your little like bubble, your moment for life in uni. you yeah. know, you've discovered all the fireworks, and you've come out to so and so friends. Actually, that was gonna be my other question to you. Is um, so when you came out to them, and then you you've received this somewhat very <laughs> negative response yeah because of the way that your friends apart from ben um <laughs> came out yeah apart from you know because uh, yeah. of their like positive response did it give you any sort of you know strength or um secureness in in like who you are and what you're doing because you know that so many of your other like friends and like other people that are close to you have accepted you did it kind of help you in that instance when you were like going through all this turmoil with your with your family because that that has to be something right do you know what I mean I suppose because I've just known other people who then started questioning you know their own revelation of who they are because then they're like oh maybe I'm not and this is like a phase and all of this but did you like have enough time with your friends and stuff to be like no like I'm sticking to my guns this is who I am they're gonna have to like like it lump it or I um, definitely had an identity crisis through it, 100%. Because
2: I was like back and forth. My family mean the world to me and they always have done, they always will. Um, but yeah, I was really solidified by my friends at the time. It's my uni friends. I can't thank them enough for it to this day. Like, They just made me feel so comfortable about it and really, they properly fangirled me. Like When I think back on it, I'm like, wow, they really like put me on a proper pedestal and just made me feel so happy and comfortable with it and pushed me towards it in a way because they could see how happy it made me and going back to sort of that feeling i i hung on to that so i spent more time with them did everything i did with them and then once i was in my relationship um they were again really supportive of that and it's it all it just all became love it all, everything was just through love and I I like that feeling, so I hung on to it, spent time with them. My friends, in fact, in Hounslow, as much as they accepted it, they are from Asian backgrounds. So I didn't steer away from them as such because they were my best friends, but my focus was on my uni friends because they made me feel so comfortable. Um.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I did spend... And have you come up more to some of your Hounslow friends now? And then do you feel like... Oh, like I would like worrying for nothing or it was a better reaction than I thought or, you know, your expectations were sort of met with disappointment. So,
2: yeah, one guy, I to be honest, I've kept my circle quite tight since I've come back. I don't really want to expand it more than I need to because I like what I'm friends with. But one guy did pop up, some guy that I've known since I was really young. He actually tried to ask me out and my response was, no, I'm gay. And his response was quite subtle. It was like He was quite shocked and... And the conversation just died out, and I left him to it. Like it's not, it's not something I need to. I feel like I need to advertise, but if I get asked, then I'm really a lot more comfortable than I was yeah. back so then. So
1: has he, um, has he reached out to you since you've told no. him that? No. <laughs> Goodbye. I hope to god he doesn't. You are the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on from that. Um, so obviously you've had some like you know major ups and downs in your life especially with the fact that you've come out to your parents um, especially with the fact that you have experienced some I guess you could say trauma um, do you want to go
2: into it a little bit or yeah I don't mind I don't mind Yeah.
1: Um, sorry I just don't know how to solve
2: this I feel like I've come a long way since it happened so I'm comfortable to speak about it now should we talk about the fact that you know you've
1: come out to your parents um a lot has happened and then actually you went back to being with a boy
2: yeah (laughs) so it was it's trauma is probably the right word to start with because it was quite rocky I was in a long-term relationship with a woman for nearly five years and this
1: is the woman that you came out to me with
2: yes it Mm -hmm. is yeah I actually was visiting her when I yeah god um yeah, and then she unfortunately actually passed away uh, last year. And then I, it was really drastic year. I I'd moved home, she passed away. I was trying to adapt to being in Hounslow again. It was just a lot. And this guy pops up, all happy go lucky, and my family and ev- and friends were like really happy about it because, in all fairness, he he was a distraction. He was a really good distraction for me at the time. Um, we had a good time together and my dad being the main main thing in this I think he was over the moon and I think when I the instant I saw that it was that was like making me happy so I just went with it I went with it and then when the dust settled after within like a month and a bit I realized hold on a minute I do not want this to last a day longer cause yeah. I, because yeah because
1: you was... were over it like I remember you talking yeah. to me and you were like i can't yeah and i was like yeah it's because you're fucking gay <laughs> like <laughs> you don't even really want him like no you didn't want him you didn't want to you don't want to pursue a relationship once yeah like you said once the dust settles you realize like how you truly feel about someone i feel like i'm the same like i'll be like so into someone at the beginning and then after i'm like actually i don't know mm, I I'm yeah, or whatever, like, yeah. Like, like i thought i was um but for you it was just a revelation of like i'm not into like the Men. fact that you're heat you know <laughs> yeah. so yeah
2: literally no that's literally it and in to be to be honest I even told him that from the beginning I was like yo I've just come out of a relationship with a woman mm-hmm. so I need some time but do you know what? I, I, I'll say it he was quite pushy like yeah he asked me to be his girlfriend I think four times in the space of two three weeks and in the end I was so like exasperated that I just ended up saying yeah and then yeah time went on dust settled and I was like no 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 no, and boundaries just flew up and I realized actually no there's reasons why I've ended up doing this one he's pushy to I'm seeing the happiness on my family's face and these aren't the right reasons so yeah, yeah I, I let that one go as soon as I realized and yeah I think I have given myself a bit of time to come to terms with, hang on a minute, you know, you've come back, you've gone through all of this and then you're rushing into something that you don't even really want. And I almost like collected myself a bit afterwards. And as as that was ending, I was like realizing what I actually want. And I spent a lot of time figuring that out anyway in the time that, you know, I was dealing with the death and whatnot. And now- So really
1: he was just like, like you said, he was your distraction from something that had really because it wasn't super long after no um and I know that you were trying to like fill yourself with happiness but again that's kind of like going back to like being someone that you're not you're 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 not it's going back to being unhappy and being like okay yeah there's a major block there
2: yeah no that's that's exactly right and as much as i was happy and distracted it was the wrong kind of distraction it was the wrong kind of happiness it was for everyone else in all honesty like he really got on with all my friends really well and that wasn't apparent well that really wasn't the case with the girl that i was with so when i saw the difference i think i hung on to that for a little bit at the beginning and then no i just i I value myself too much to let my, to let that carry on, you know. So I just ended that there and then. And as time's gone on, I've stood strong in what I believe in and what I want. And I've told my family now as well. And I'm actually involved with another woman, and it is hopefully gonna. I love be... how you keep
1: saying woman. It is woman. <laughs> it's woman. Yeah,
2: it is it? yeah, yeah. Like we are, we are women, yeah. and she with her I've realized like I'm able to be completely and utterly myself genuinely I'm not forced into anything it is what it is and you know when there's d- different kinds of happiness there's distracted happiness
0: and then there's real happiness and oh my god that's the tea sorry yeah. that's just the most profound thing i think i've heard in the world yeah it's really yeah. Uh, there is say that one more time there's distracted
2: happiness and then there's real happiness that's <laughs> it oh so this is what i'm learning in life but yeah, yeah sorry camera, no, that was is honestly no, that's it beautiful true. it's
0: true it is so true it is I'm only just realizing now how much distracted happiness I've put myself
1: through. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's just like, you're going to look back in, in your life and be like, I really wasn't happy at that time. And you don't. And when you realize that, you look back, you know, five years down the line, seven, eight, nine, ten years down the line, and you're like, I was really unhappy then. Like, it's kind of a sad thinking feeling and you almost feel sad for that person. Like you feel mm-hmm. sad for old old, old Tasha. You. or yeah. yeah. Old Nikki. Odd Mia like it was <laughs> sad you know and you don't want to live that your that life anymore I think like you're doing really well and it's, it's nice to know that even though you've you really have had like the test of like oh yeah let me see if I can make my this boy's really into me I kind of like him kind of yeah um let me see if I can get with the program again
2: yeah that's literally it like um, it w- it was predominantly being back in Hounslow, it was being in the surroundings where I felt really suppressed initially, and it almost like automatically came to me, and I think because I was dealing with so much else, this was like the easy option out, like okay, it's ticking all the other boxes, it's keeping my world sane for a while, and it works, but in reality, no, it doesn't work, it's the distracted happiness, and I did a lot of work on myself to, to come to terms with that, and to now strongly stand and say, do you know what? I've, I've figured out what my actual happiness is and that's what I'm going to hang on to. And that's what I'm going to maintain and like it or lump it. That's the way it's going to be. And yeah, so I, my, my current partner is, she's now met my mom and my brother and I'm literally, I'm not forcing it on anyone that doesn't want to, doesn't want it. How did your mom react to? Fine. She was really good. She was actually really lovely. Um, They've bonded over bloody Bollywood songs and all sorts, and oh my god, yeah. so the way to
0: India, mum's heart. Isn't honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And this girl is obsessed more than I am. She likes like old school Bollywood, so it's working like a bloody. Oh my god, I need to meet house her. House on fire. You, you actually do. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, she. It's been like she's the missing piece, and as cheesy as that sounds, it's, it's come at the right time. You know, it's. Giving me, she's giving me the strength to actually be myself confidently and not shy away and not be scared of anything. And that's why I was, I wanted her to meet mom. I wanted her to meet my brother. And my brother loves her, adores her. They've got, they're bonding over Star Wars. Mom's bonding over Bollywood stuff. She loves spicy food. Mom always makes spicy food. Like it's working really well. Because she's not an Indian, right? No, she's white Christian. Yeah, so Irish that's roots lovely. actually, Irish roots. Yeah, oh, I love the Irish. Is that- <laughs> <laughs>
1: so but yeah that's really lovely um you guys have come you have come such a far way your mom has your dad has ah ah oh yeah ah, okay. we pause there Let's so
2: pause. there was an incident actually this weekend just gone so my dad has come a long way um he always said he doesn't want to know about it but as time's gone on, since I've come home, he's got his daughter back, I've got my dad back, and our relationships improved. Obviously, I was with a guy, so he was in on Bloody Cloud Nine for a little bit. Um, since I've been with a woman, he's not he doesn't know about it. Uh, but I had an incident this weekend just gone where I was there. And um, bloody Snapchat. I don't even use this crap and <laughs> my location for some reason was on dad must have been bored one night and decided to go looking at it and he was like I told him I was at a different friend's basically and he was like oh I didn't realise she lived so far this friend lives in Hounslow and I was down South London and um, yeah so he so i'm yet to have that conversation with him but do you know what the he funniest? gonna be like
1: say what i thought you were like boys
2: again yeah no <laughs> literally i think part, part of him knows deep down yeah if he knows his daughter then he knows you know yeah. but yeah i'm yet to have that conversation but the funniest part is i'm not actually scared at all mm. like i'm actually most confident i'm so ready to i just just want to tell him as it is like you if you don't want to know you don't want to know it is what it is And it's it. gonna stay that way it's not gonna change It's up to you, really, how you want to play it.
0: You've literally taken the question out of my mouth because I was literally about to ask you... Um, so earlier when you were saying, you know you've done all this work on yourself, and I was yeah. like, you must feel like not you know no one can take that away from you now, yeah, do you know what I mean and it's you so you've empowering. literally just go ahead and said it like I'm not afraid to talk to my dad because I've done the work, I figured it out, I feel secure in myself, and actually, you know, if that's if my dad's upset, then that's his problem kind of thing. do you know what I mean, you've yeah. done so much work on yourself, you're like, this is who I am, and I know like for a fact I am right I'm so right in what I'm doing to be true to myself and if you weren't it'd be a big disappointment for everyone in your life I yeah. think Do you know what I mean because you just wouldn't be you then yeah yeah that's
2: exactly it and I feel so empowered by it Right i was now. gonna say
1: you must feel like so free like you know us yeah. as straight straight people um straight girls like you know we, i kind of feel like sometimes i feel like trapped but it's not it's not my sexuality that feel, makes me trapped it's probably like my mind or my anxiety or something and like for so i don't know if this is the same but you know you you're now able to say that like yeah i'm i'm gay like mm-hmm. that's it and it must feel like so such a relief
2: it Do you really know what does. I mean? it really really does I'm literally wearing a t-shirt that says sounds gay. I'm in. Oh my God, you
0: are.
2: (laughs) I want that t-shirt. I've had dad iron it for me and everything. uh, (laughs) Half the conversation. Dad, you bloody know, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's literally it. Like it's, it's liberating to say the least. And it only comes off with doing the work. Like, don't get me wrong. I feel like a lot of people have it a lot tougher, Mm -hmm. a lot, lot tougher. Like, yeah, it was shit for me, but people get like violently abused for this mm-hmm. stuff and I'm blessed to say that that didn't it didn't get to that for me but um I think for whatever it's worth you know standing your own ground and staying true to to yourself just speaking your truth that's that kind of overrides any abuse any attacks towards it and anything like le- I guess if it got to like violence and all that then it'd mean just leaving home. Mm -hmm. It didn't get to that for me. So I'm able to thankfully maintain whatever there is going on. But my point being just... I think you've had enough. You know what? Like with people who
1: go through um, physical abuse and stuff, mental abuse and, 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 you know, you've had your own trauma. You've had your own story. And like, it doesn't matter that like, you know, you, you haven't had these things happen to you. So therefore, like, it's better for you. Like, you've had your own story. Everyone has their own story. It's their own... Uh, battle within their own self and minds and family and stuff you know like and like you just mentioned about you know your girlfriend passing away that is like the big one of the biggest traumas and like you have come out so strong on top to be like I'm still gonna stay I'm still gonna live my life and stay true to myself and continue to find my happiness like you were devastated by it I remember but there's something there's this like light in you I feel like oh, you are just so gosh. like you know that there's so much more life to live as well like you can't dwell in this and maybe that's part of like because you know like you've had such a shit time with like coming out and then like this happening to you that you're like you know I gotta live my life oh, gosh. that was really cute I'm not even trying to be cute I'm just trying to be real god damn it, no, it was really can't cute. help it if I'm cute
2: no, I, I feel I feel the urge to just I say this to all my friends like if they're going through anything just speak your bloody truth just yeah. tell the truth mm. you'll feel so much better whether yeah. or not that impacts someone else it's your truth yeah yeah that's the priority you know
0: yeah and I think it's the thing with you know, when I think about Asian culture or family structure and things I just feel like there is a lot of pressure I suppose to like meet a standard or an expectation or do you know, that is that is there whether the parents think it or not it is there and there's loads of people I know our age or older like who still can't say the truth to their parents you know yeah. they're in their 30s pushing 40s and they're yeah. still like doing stuff behind their parents back and they're just not able to do it for whatever reason they can't speak their truth and it's really commendable that I think I mean, not that people just our generation are doing, but we do have that little bit of more communication or access to information that we spoke about earlier to sort of, you know, give our form our own opinions for ourselves and and have the um the strength and be brave enough to experience it for ourselves as well. The way that you've just thought, you know what? Yeah, I can't see this guy anymore. It's not fitting right. The way that things started clicking for you You know there's so many Especially women as well Because of the way women are within our culture as well Like somewhat you know i don't want to speak like very generally for everyone but you know a lot of women in our culture are very oppressed oh, very <laughs> yeah, very and there's other women yeah. would stay they would just stay and stay and stay in that situation yep. and would never have the guts to come out and um i don't know if some people maybe listening to this are like oh yeah like that's the everyday standard like you know everyone's sort of accepting it now yeah. we're kind of getting along no absolutely not we're nowhere near so yeah mia you just badass be right
1: <laughs> just before we end this i i was just thinking about a time where like you know you you had just lost her right mm. um she just passed away and well kind of soon after pretty much soon after you you have always been a spiritual person yeah and we that's something that we I mean you have spoken about a lot yeah. recently as well and um i think guess that's why you're so positive but your spirituality side of you it obviously i feel like good people are quite spiritual like they they can connect so much more with like higher being or whatever you've had a spiritual kind of i guess awakening. (laughs) not awakening (laughs) but like connections with with she who passed away And you felt her before. Yeah. And you've told me about these instances. And it's so crazy. Because like, it's like, when you were, when we were speaking about it, it's like, oh my God, like, oh my God, that 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 happened. Yeah, like really really weird things going on. Have you, how do you feel? Like, what do you feel that she would say about how you're living your life now?
2: It's really, really good question. Like, it's such a good question. Because my current partner, we speak about her a lot. And it's really nice that we do. Um, She asks a lot of questions. She's really interested. Like, wants to know. And there were a lot of similarities between them. And initially, when I was speaking to her, like, they didn't really come to light. But then the more I got to know, I was like, okay, this is just bloody weird now. Like, it's little things, just, you know, little interests, favourite colours, the Mm. car that, that they drove. Like, it's really random little things. But... It's almost as though it feels like my ex is like blessing this. Yeah. That's actually how it feels. And her last words to me were actually, I hope you find happiness with whoever that may be, a week and a bit before she passed away. Wow. And that was literally the last message that I got. It was more than that, but, but to have that as her last words and then to now be in a position like this... And to have been so connected to her, the yeah, the girl that I knew. It's like she was, was brought to you. This girl. Yeah, was it to honestly you. feels like the universe has just said, "Here you go." Yeah. This is everything you wanted. It feels like you know. Do you believe in manifestation? Of course. Yeah, like I don't feel like I manifested her, but I feel like over the years, you know, subconsciously you think, "Oh, I wish this was different. I wish that was different. This was different." It's like the checklist and more. Yeah, in one person, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, what? Well, Where have you come from? And I say it to her so it's much. It's because you're
1: such a good person as well. That's this is what I mean about like spirituality. Like, you you are such a good person that like good things have come your way, even though something major like this has happened to you. And um,
2: thanks. Gosh. It's very lovely. Thank you, thank you. It feels like a blessing and too too good to be true. And I'm just sort of trying to accept that it's reality.
0: To but also honest. just a, I think it's a testament to your strength and your character as Mm -hmm. well like again I just it's really stayed with me that you you've done all this work on yourself and you've you've bothered to do that because you know I'll hold my hands up high I don't I, I think I I like to think that I try and work on myself but i am a big person who likes to run away from that sort of stuff i hate running but i will run away from yeah. situations i need to <laughs> and um i think yeah i just can't stop commending it enough because again there's a lot sure. of people who will like stay with that trauma or that incident will stay with them and they won't allow themselves to move past it oh, they won't 100%. do the work to sit in that uncomfortable place and really just feel those feelings for a minute and then like accept it and like put it to the side you know what i mean i think it mm-hmm. it, it speaks a lot for your character and and then also the results that have come from that, you know, the now that you do have this happiness and then you don't feel guilty about being mm. in this relationship and stuff. There's so many people I know who would find a re- like ha- find it very very hard to to move on from someone so close to them and you know being in such a deep yeah. relationship like that with them for them to you know leave this world. Then how do you go on living your life? There's so many people I know who who wouldn't be able to do it, and I suppose w- what I'm trying to say with with my little bit here is, is you know, I hope people really take away from what you said about doing that work, sitting with those feelings, because you can, you know, you 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 have to allow yourself to access mm-hmm. the other happiness, 100%. the true happiness. Yeah. 100%. Yeah.
2: I think it's always gonna be a work in, pro- work in progress. It always, I want it to be for myself. Like, I wanna constantly grow. And I think, like you said, I hope people, if, if they take anything away, it's that all of us are going to deal with some form of tra- trauma in our lives and
0: you either grow from it or you sit with it. And, and multiple times, I think people just think like the one thing's going to happen to them. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. You know oh, mean? no. I'm yeah. expecting a whole deal more. Like, <laughs>
2: I'm kind of ready for it. Like, if you don't grow from it, you are going to sit with it and you're just going to become stalemate. Like, you literally are. Yeah. And we're blessed with a life to live. Like there's so much yeah. to live And that's for. the thing
1: people don't realize that life carries on. Like life ain't going to yeah. stop for you and worry, wait for you to get better. It's going to carry on. So it's not like get with it, but it's like, you know. Work with Start it. Start getting work. with it. Yeah. yeah. Work <laughs> with it. <laughs> Try because you're going to just ruin your future, mate. You know you're, what I mean? You're only
2: given as much as you can handle. Mm-hmm. I really believe that as yeah. well. So whatever you're given as tests in life, you're given as much as you can handle. So handle it. Yeah. move with it grow with it underlay underlay <laughs> yeah.
1: but thank you so much for coming on to our podcast and sharing y- your story with us because you know what you are someone mia that has really 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 like um what's the right word don't even say thank you for this but like really showing me what it is to actually be a woman like you are like you've been through it yeah been through it girl and you have just come out like so so, like so high do you know what I mean like when someone can can show you how to or just like be like oh shit I ain't doing that with my life you know what I mean um it's really lovely and you stay true to yourself and you're you're just a ray of sunshine (laughs) you know so
2: no um, thank you
1: and I love you
2: I love you. I honestly do. Thank you, both of you, for having me. Mm. It was, it really excited me to be part of it because I listen. I've actually, initially I didn't, I'm not going to lie. I t- it took me a while. Okay, to well I'm going to cut all that out. <laughs> ain't no, that. I No, I kind of like
0: people who have admitted it because they're like, I've binged it now. And I'm like, yes, yes I love that. that, that I'll see yeah, bingeable. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened.
2: I literally binged it when I started listening to it. So when you asked me to be a part of it, I was like, oh my God, that's so exciting. I was really, I'm really honored that yeah. you even asked me. Love you. Honestly, Love you. I really do. Thank you.
1: But um, yeah, for now, it has been your girl, Tash.
0: It's been your girl, Nikita.
1: And, Mia. and uh And join us again next time for the next episode of our series with the LGBTQ plus month. And we hope you're enjoying our podcast. Uh, please, can you guys give us a lovely review on Apple Podcasts um, and rate us and all the rest of that. And... Follow 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 at two chickpeas in a podcast. Oh yeah. I'm from men,
2: you're from white perfect strangers in the night. Yeah, we are come
0: together to so the world will testify. A hearts alive, I star